Hi, you're listening to Local Legends, the podcast that explores the history of Randwick City through the recollections of the locals who know and love the area. I'm Gillian Lewis and with me is Sally Cogger, who's lived in the area her whole life and has lots of memories to share. Hi, Sally. Thanks Hi. for being here. How are you, Gillian? I'm good. Thank you. All right. We'll start at the beginning. Um, where were you born? I was born in Crown Street Women's Hospital mm -hmm. in 1961 and um, I grew up in Clovelly. Whereabouts in Clovelly were you? Um, we lived in Brook Street, just off Clovelly Road. Did you live there all through primary school? Yes, and I lived there for the whole of my life. Oh, nice. And so you went to Clovelly Public School? Yes, Clovelly Public School. And what do you remember about that? Uh, it was a really um, community-based school. It was only small at that time. There wasn't too many children there. Yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, there was the Catholic school up the road, St Anthony's, which um, I had to walk past every day and a lot of my friends went there and I would continue on to Clovelly and, yeah, it was a really nice school. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed being there. And what do you friends. remember about being a primary school child, coming home after school? Did you play in the streets or what were the streets like at the time? Yes, the streets were um, where we hung out in the front of our units that we lived in and... Um, we all just used to get together after school and have fun or go to each other's houses and have afternoon tea. Um, some afternoons we would, when we were a bit older, we'd go down to Clay Valley Beach and we'd swim down there. Um, but, you know, usually when we were smaller, we just sort of stayed at the front of the units and just played. And after Clavelli Public, you moved on to Ramwick Girls? Yes, went to Ramwick Girls High School. Yeah. Um, some of my friends went to Ramwick North. Um, and um, most of my friends that I used to hang around with at Clovelly, we went to Ramwick Girls. And did you get the bus to school or walk to school? No, caught the bus. Caught the bus? Yeah, 639, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what are your memories of Ramwick Girls? Um, Ramwick Girls was, um, it was a good school, but uh, there was a few different sort of types of um, groups of people that were there. Yeah. Um, I actually, there was the goodies and then there was the sort of in-betweenies and then there was the baddies. Yeah. And I was hopefully part of the in-betweenies. I was friends with the baddies and the goodies. Yeah. Um, and there was actually some sort of, when I went in year seven, some gang sort of girls that were called the Sharpies. Right. And um, they were a bit sort of rough and they would have very spiky hair and sort of, you know, took over the school a bit. Yeah. yeah. So. And what do you remember about them? Do you remember being afraid of them at school? Or? Uh, yeah, they, some of them did some bad things. Yeah. yeah so, but um, you just sort of got along with everyone. So unless they picked on you, well, you were okay. Right. Mm. Um, and do you remember um, what kind of activities you did after school when you were older? Um, well, like I said, we went down to the beach a lot. Um, yeah. We just used to walk down there. Some people did after-school stuff and I usually just, you know, went home. I didn't do – I did gymnastics Yeah. Um, at the youth club down here in Market Street. Yeah. Um, and there was that some... was a Friday night. Mm. And some mm. ice skating? Yes, we went ice skating, but that was mostly on the weekends. And we where would you do that? That was at Prince Alfred Park Right. Um, on a Saturday and Sunday. Had my own ice skates, used to love going there. Yeah. Spend a lot of time there. Now you've got um, memories of seeing Bluey the Groper at Clavelli. Yes, yes, Bluey was there. We used to all go and see him. We'd be snorkeling and he'd be swimming around in the bay. And um, yeah, he was been there for a long time. He was only little and then he became very, very big. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, I think he got speared um, a few years back 
a tourist speared him and he died. But, oh, yeah, but he'd been there for a long time. Yeah. There's other gropers in the water now, yes. but not yeah. Bluey. Not Bluey. Bluey yeah. was a legend. Yeah, Bluey <laughs> is a legend. And um, what are your memories of Coogee at the time? Coogee um, was pretty laid back and there was the Oceanic Hotel and we all just used to hang down at Coogee Beach and we'd go swimming and take our banana chairs down there and lie mm. in the sun yeah. up the north end or uh, in between the little fishing boats. Yeah. Um, Coogee was just, it was fun. It was um, it was just a bit of a hard walk for me going back up the hill. Yeah. So I didn't really hang around there too much because it was a bit of a, a walk trek. up that hill. <laughs> Coogee is nothing if not hilly. Yes, um, <laughs> very. You yeah. have some memories about uh Coogee Christmas Mardi Gras. Yes, every year there was a Mardi Gras just um, where the bus terminal is now and uh, we used to all go down there oh, numerous times over Christmas and we'd um, go on the slides and the dodgem cars and the cha-cha and, and they had clown's mouths and yeah. fairy floss and it was just like a little mini Easter show sort of thing but it was just so much fun and they'd have fireworks down there and yeah, it was really so it would good. go for a few days, would it? Oh, it went for about two weeks oh, right. over Christmas, yeah, Christmas, New Year. So mm. it was the place to hang out. Yeah, it was great. And um, you decided to finish school in year 11. Yes, yes. I decided that I wasn't really that academic to do my year 12 study. So I um, left and I applied to, um, had an interview with a dental surgery in Maroubra. Yeah. And I got the job out of 19 girls. Yeah, And um, I always wanted to be a dental assistant. Yeah. Um, and then I started and I've been doing it ever since, yeah, 42 right. years. Wow. And you've moved surgeries? Yes. Yep. Yes. I went from Maroubra to Pagewood um, and now I'm at Ramwick. Right. Okay. Um, and tell me a little bit about... Um, the job that you had on the side. You took another job to make some extra money. Yes, my um, husband was playing football for Terry Page, um, who owns the Coogee Bay Hotel, and he played with them for quite a long time. Were you married at this point? Uh, no. Actually, yes, yes. When he, when he started playing football, I wasn't married, but then when I took the job, I was married. Okay. Um, and um, I was working on the door at Selena's, so I'd work Friday, Saturday nights, or Thursday nights, or Sundays, whenever we had bands on. Yeah. Yeah, so I was the door bitch, as they call them. It was very busy. We had a lot of bands on. Um, we had um, um, a lot of international acts uh, and people would line up for hours to get in. We yeah. had like 3,000 people in there on big nights. Wow. Yeah. And tell me about some of the people that you saw come and play. Uh, well, we had Mental as Anything. We had a lot of Australian bands. We had um, Cold Chisel, Hunters and Collectors. Then we had all the internationals, like one of the best ones I saw was James Brown. Yeah. Uh, James Brown actually had an entourage of about 50 people. Wow. And um, in those days, the beer garden, you, there was a, you could drive through um, the beer garden and uh, he was walking through the beer garden to go to his room to get ready and everyone just started chanting, James Brown, James Brown. So it was amazing. Um, and then we had Bob Geldorf and the Boomtown Rats. Yeah. We had the Monkees. Um, we had um, um, meatloaf. You mentioned meat, yes, meatloaf, and he drove up on stage on a on a motorbike, um, <laughs> which was fantastic. He he did a few um, nights down there, um, and we also had um, Roxette. They played there quite a few times. They were fantastic as well. Yeah. 
Mm. And did you get to watch all the performances? Yes, yes, yeah. because I was at the front door so I could see what was happening yeah. um, inside until later in the years they put a curtain across. But in the early days, yes, and um, I'd usually finish. Uh, they'd start at like 10 or 11 and I'd finish probably about, you know, 12 or 12.30 and then I'd be able to go in and watch them. So, yeah, yeah it's fantastic. And um, what was it like working at the Coogee Bay Hotel back then? There was... Oh, it was fun. There yeah. was so m- I've got so many friends still that we all still keep in contact. used to work behind the bar. My husband actually worked down there as security and some of the other guys that played football worked there as security. Yeah. Um, people that work in the office we're still friends with. Um, yeah, so it was, it was um, like a little family of people. Yeah, so, yeah were there had... lots of fun staff parties? And... Yes, we had lots of fun staff parties. <laughs> Um, after hours, we would, yes, have staffies, um, yeah. um, which was all free, you know. And yeah. Terry Page owned the hotel early days and then the Chung family took over and we would have staffies, but then that all sort of stopped. <laughs> and tell us the story about the name Selena's. Um, Terry Page, um, who was the bookmaker and owned Selena's, owned Coogee Bay, he named Selena's after his first daughter. Yeah. And um, Christopher Chung, who his family bought the hotel off him, He's named one of his daughters, Selena, as well. Which is a really nice story. Yes, yeah. it's lovely. And do you have any uh, backstage antics you can talk about? Was there anything going on behind there with James Brown and his 50 entourage? Or oh, who knows? He was story? probably having his hair done because he's pretty vain. Yeah. <laughs> he was arrested not long he after was, that. He was. He was arrested not long after that for drugs. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, look, you know, in those days there was a lot of things going on, you know. Jimmy Barnes drinking all those bottles of, you know, scotch or bourbon or whatever he drank and there was a few fights and things backstage. And, yeah. But, you know, it was mostly all fun. Everyone was just having yeah. a great time. And you could smoke at the time. Yes, you could. In bars and yes. hotels. So there yeah. would have been a lot of, a lot of yeah. smoke. And yeah, yeah. And we had a lot of people squashed in there at some, you know, some times in those gigs. Not so. quite as many um, law and no, laws around no, it as there are no, today. No, but they were fun times and, you know, everyone had a, you know, a great experience you know yeah and tell me a little bit about what the what the beachfront was like in Coogee you know mm. when you were a kid and was uh, it, how it might have changed it um it really is quite similar but obviously you know the grassy areas are a bit better looked after now and mm. um, there was a playground just down at the end um, where the bus terminal is just um, opposite where the pavilion is there was yeah. a little playground so I remember going down there um, the oval was always the same. Mm. Um, the palm trees outside the Coogee Bay, you know, they did replace them sometime, but everything around there hasn't changed much. No. And yeah. what about Clovelly Beach? Clovelly's changed a lot. They did the concrete on the other side so that wheelchair access could be um, used for the people, disabled people, which is really good. But the concrete was the same. And, um, yeah, we used to just all sit up against the walls and sunbake and... Yeah, yeah, go swimming down there. This is Gillian Lewis. You're listening to a Radwick Local Legends podcast, and with me today is Sally Cover. So tell me a little bit about learning to swim down at Clovelly. Um, well, there was a man down there who was a fireman, and his name was Mr Caddy, Tom Caddy. And um, Mr Caddy used to teach all the kids in Clovelly um, to swim on his days off or on the weekends, and he would charge 20 cents for an hour. And he was a bit of a hard taskmaster. He um, would wear a hat and his swimmers, his budgie smugglers, and he would have these little boots on. And we would go where the first lot of steps are, not in the swimming pool, but in the, in the ocean, in the bay. 
and he would teach us all how to he'd walk along the side and he would have a rubber tire around you if you couldn't swim and um, he would teach you how to dog paddle and then freestyle and then he would do groups of kids training them and um, yeah he was a legend. I was probably about seven Hmm. Yeah, my dad taught a lot of kids to swim as well because my dad loved the water. Yeah. And um, Steady Eddie, who um, is a comedian and he's disabled, yeah. um, he lived two doors up from us and uh, my dad taught Steady Eddie to swim. Wow. And we're still friends with his whole family still now. And um, Mr Caddy used to teach him as well. And, you know, so it was a group, you know, a, a lot of um, guys, the older guys would help out with the kids teaching them all how to swim. So yeah. And the stairs... Um, are named after Mr Caddy at Clovelly now. They've named them Tom Caddy Stairs. Nice. So it sounds like you spent a lot of time down at the beach. I did, I did. My dad and I would walk down to the beach because we didn't have a car and we'd walk from Brook Street all the way down to Clovelly and then um, on the way back we would walk to the Clovelly Hotel. He would get a um, midi of beer and I would have a red fire engine drink and then we would do the trek up the hill. So that was our reward to go back up the hill. Yeah. Yeah. And how has that hotel changed? Yes, a lot. It's changed a lot. We grew up there and um, a lot of us around with girls, we've had our reunions there yeah. and um, we all just used to hang there Thursday nights, Friday nights. Um, Clovelly was a, a really a, a very pumping place back in those days yeah. when we were teenagers. Yeah. And did they have bands there as well? Um, not so much, but they, they did have bands, but yeah, yeah not just as local. Yeah, just local. Yeah, yeah, not big sort of bands like the Coogee Bay had. No. Yeah, so. And you've lived in the area your whole life. So after Clovelly. Mm-hmm. After Clovelly, my husband and I got married um, in 1985 mm-hmm. and we moved to, we're in Coogee, we moved to Moore Street and we rented for a year. And then after that, we moved to Matraville. We bought a semi in Matraville mm-hmm. for $84,000. Yeah. Um, and we were looking at a, um, a freestanding house in Coogee that was $100,000. Wow. But we couldn't afford that extra money. So we moved to the other side of Anzac Parade, which my husband wasn't very happy with. Once we moved there, um, we loved it. And yeah. um, we could go swimming in um, Yarra Bay, Little Bay, lots of you know beautiful spots around there, Maruba Beach. We stayed there for 33 years and just last year we moved back to Maroubra. So we're in Maroubra now. And sold your place there. Yes, we and sold and we, we downsized in Maroubra. Yeah. yeah, so we're back in apartment living. We'd only ever grown up in apartments. Yeah. Um, and then when we got married, we bought the semi. And um, so my husband does miss the garden a bit. So. Yeah. Mm. And so you've lived in Clavelli. Um, Coogee and now Maroubra Beach. Yes, Matraville and, and Maroubra. And Matraville and Maroubra. Mm-hmm. And so when you were younger, did you ever um, go all the way to Maroubra to hang out? Not very much. No, no. I didn't like to surf. Um, I actually just went to Coogee because I'm um, not a very strong swimmer in the surf because I yeah. learnt to swim in Clovelly and there's no, no surf, surf there. there. Yeah. Um, so at Coogee, I just went there most of the time. Yeah. But I do know lots of people from Maroubra, so... Well, now I usually go to Marne Pool because yeah. it's a beautiful rock pool and it's always um, nice and clean when it's high tide. But I still go to Maroubra, but I only go when my husband's there because I don't like to surf. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your favourite things to do in this area? I mean, you've got Marne Pool. Yes, I like going walking with a dog. We go to Centennial Park. Um, yeah. We go to Heffron Park. We walk around there as well. Yeah. Um, we go out to La Perouse a lot. I yeah. love La Perouse. Uh, we, you know, go out there. Every weekend, usually, I take him out there and he just walks around. He likes yeah. the bushes and everything out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just walking, 
I like shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Westfield, Bondi Junction, East Garden. Yeah, mm. there's a plenty of that in mm. the area, mm. which is nice. That's it. Um, and tell me a bit about in your early, late teens, early 20s, what your social life was like. Okay. Um, well, we went out every weekend. Uh, every Thursday night, we would go to the Royal Hotel at Ramwick um, mm. because that was where everyone went. Um, then we would go to the Bondi Tram after that. Um, Friday nights we go to Randy Wicks. Yeah. Saturdays we go to Randy Wicks. Um, Sunday we watch the boys play football. Yeah. Um, then we would go um, to a place in Bondi Junction called the Star. Yeah. Um, and don't ask me how I got up to go to work on a Monday morning because we didn't get home until midnight. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the Bondi Tram. You mentioned that. What, what's that now? Um, that's the Bondi Hotel. Um, so the Bondi Tram was just a place that we would all go to and um, in the hotel and it had a like disco and, you know, disco ball and the lights yeah. and all that kind of thing. How would you get around? Uh, we would drive. Right. Which was not a very good thing to do Probably in those not. days. No. Not as many cars on the road back then, I imagine. No, there wasn't, no. And, and in the early days there was not um, drink driving. No. So, and no seat belts and things like that. So yeah. we were a bit silly doing things like that. And we'd squash people in the car, which was ridiculous yeah. looking back. You wonder yeah. how you made, made it through. Yeah. Um, and what about, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the streets when you were a child in Clavelli. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, cars parked all up and down, can't get parking anywhere. What was it like when you were a kid? Uh, growing up in Brook Street, there was, um, there was no cars hardly at all. And um, like only one person really would have a car. There's people had garages and we could just play on the, on the streets and the roads. And now you can't even get two cars driving up there at the same time no. in, in Brook Street. So... Um, no, we felt very safe and, you know, we would just all just cross the road, play on the road, yeah, play ball games. Um, yeah, no, it was completely different. Yeah. 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 Now, Not, it's, now it's just so crowded. Everyone's do you remember cars. unit blocks being built? As, yes. Yeah. Yes. So we lived in a little um, block of units and um, I think there was only about six in the block. And then I remember um, my mum always went off at my dad because there was a block being built next door yeah. and they got first offers on buying one of the units mm. and he wouldn't buy it. And she said, uh, she went off at him. She wanted to move in there because they were brand new. Mm. Um, so she wasn't very happy until the day he died, which is when they both died two, um, two years ago. She still would go on about it, but we should have Missing bought. Out on that that's unit. right. We should have bought that unit. <laughs> the builders and the owners gave us the first, you know, dibs on it, but we didn't buy it. It's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so they rented for forty years in the right. same block. Wow. Yeah, and then when my dad retired, my dad actually did work for Ramwick Council. Yeah. He was a labourer yeah. for fifty something years. Wow. And um, he retired at sixty-five, and. Um, as soon as he retired and he got all his super, mm. he paid cash for a unit in Ramwick, just down the road in Francis Street. Wow. Yeah, so um, he was a believer of paying cash, yeah. no credit, no loans, no Didn't anything. Didn't want to owe anything. No. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so they lived in Ramwick for quite a while, for about 10 years, but my mum wasn't really happy with the apartment that he bought, so um, they were their health was getting a bit bad as well, so mm. I sold that unit for them and um, they moved to Matraville just around the corner from us. Right. And they actually died um, 2017, six weeks apart. 
Oh, really? Um, and I'm an only child, so it was very difficult. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and now my daughter lives in that apartment block. Oh, does she? Yeah, that apartment, yeah. So my mum's brother and my mum's sister died a month before her. Wow. So we had actually four major deaths in our family oh, that year. So yeah. 2017 Not wasn't a good, good year. year. Did they live in the area as well? Or? Well, my mum and um, her family all were on a poultry farm mm -hmm. up in where the um, Eastern Creek Raceway is. Oh, yeah. And they sold that to the raceway so they could build yep. on there. And thank goodness my dad liked the beach and he moved to Clovelly. Yeah. Mm. So you were happy growing up in this area? I was very happy growing up here and so was he. My dad actually, um, a lot of people thought my dad was Aboriginal yeah. because he was so dark. Spent so much time he, at the he beach. Spent, yeah, he had white socks where he used to wear his boots to work for the working on the um, the roads and things. Yeah. And his feet were just white, but the rest of him was black. Right. Yeah. So the everyone, outdoors guy. Everyone thought he was Aboriginal. I said, no, yeah. we're not Aboriginal. No. <laughs> so you've stayed in this area the whole time mm -hmm. because you love, do you love yes. it here? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't move. I mean, you know, even when we retire, why would I move away from all my friends and yeah. what I've known? I want to be able to spend all my life here. So. Yeah. And yeah. you've seen a lot of change yes. over the time. Yeah, a lot of change. Yeah, a lot of change, but, you know. That's life, isn't it? Yeah. It's the way the world is. And you're happy down in Maroubra? Do you like, mm -hmm. you, are you near the beach? Uh, no, we're just back from the beach. Just uh, back, yeah, yep. not far. We can walk, it only takes 10 minutes. But yep. um, yeah, no, we love Maroubra as well. It's a bit um, closer to the shops and yep. to the beach and, and just downsizing. We, yeah. you know, we didn't need such a big place anymore. So, What do you hope for this area in the future? Do you? Oh, I hope it stays. It was a very safe area when we were growing up, so I hope it stays safe. I mean, even though, you know, down where the pub was and everything was a bit of a nightmare sometimes, but yeah. um, I, I just hope that it's a, a good place for people to bring up their kids and they keep Centennial Park and never get rid of I know, you know, hopefully they'll never get rid of that and all yeah. the beautiful things around the area, the beaches and the yeah. parks. and Beautiful walks. Yeah, yeah, the walks. Well, they're doing a lot more walks now, so that's mm. good for everybody, so yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of your memories with us, Sally. No problem. Yeah.